Welcome to the Achievable FINRA podcast. I'm Tyler, the founder of Achievable, and we have affordable courses for the FINRA SIE, Series 6, Series 7, 63, 65, and 66 exams with industry best pass rates. Each Achievable course includes everything you need to pass the first time. A full textbook, videos on key topics, thousands of questions backed by our memory-enhancing algorithm, and full-length practice exams. You can try it out for free at achievable.me, and if you like it, use the code PODCAST to get you 10% off at checkout. This podcast was made from a video by Achievable's FINRA course author, Brandon Rith. If you'd like to have the visual aid of a video, please go to Achievable's YouTube channel and search for the video by the same name. Let's do a quick overview of what to expect with hedging strategies, what they are, how investors use them, what are the pros and cons of utilizing these types of strategies in our portfolios. Whenever you think of the word hedge, I would love if you would replace that word in your head with protection or even the word insurance. A hedging strategy is an insurance-based strategy where we are utilizing a long option to protect a stock position. It's kind of interesting whenever we come across these multi-part strategies with options, we're always going to feel like we're putting together two things that are kind of opposites. And we'll see that theme over and over again, but we're going to keep going back to the term insurance and using that as a metaphor or an analogy for, for what's going on in this type of strategy. I think that'll help us overall put the big picture together. There are two primary types of hedging strategies that we need to be aware of for the exam. The first one is long stock, long put. Let's think about the big picture just with stock. We want the market price to go up. Buying low and selling high with a long stock position is what we hope to do, right? Uh, And the higher the market goes, the better. That's the good of it. The bad of long stock is we could buy today and the market price could fall technically all the way down to zero. And if it were to fall to zero, we would be at our worst possible point or a maximum loss position with a long stock position. For example, if I buy stock at 50 and the market price goes all the way down to zero, I've just lost $50 per share. And although it's relatively uncommon or rare for that to happen, um, it does. There's tons of companies that have been publicly traded that have gone out of business. Um, Rare is maybe a little bit of a strong term there. Maybe it's just on the more uncommon side of things. And with that thought process in place, let's think about why we have a long put. Long puts are options that give us the right to sell 100 shares of stock at the fixed strike price, at least until that option expires. Um, It is a bearish strategy on its own, right? If I buy a put or go long a put, same thing, I'm hoping that the market price falls. So for example, if I have a 50 put, market price falls to say 20, I can go to the market, buy stock at 20, exercise my put, and then sell that stock at 50 and make a profit by doing so. The problem with thinking that way is the fact that we have a long stock position in as part of the mix here, and that's gonna kind of mess up the way we think of a long put. If we're bearish on a long put and the market price falls, that's not good for our long stock position. Now, again, we said this up front, we have two conflicting strategies here or just two conflicting positions. We have bullish long stock and a bearish long put. The long put gives us the right to sell 
why would we place a bearish strategy with a bullish long stock position? The primary reason is that we're not really bearish. We're just utilizing the long put as a form of protection or as a way to insure ourselves. So again, let's say that we buy 100 shares of stock at 50. Thinking again about that risk, market price falls all the way down to zero. That's really what we're contending with. Well, if we were to purchase a 50 put or go long a 50 put, that would mean that as long as we have the long put in place and it hasn't expired yet, we always have the right to sell stock at 50. Now, if I buy stock at 50, do I want to sell that stock at 50? No. And on top of that, if I buy the put, we, we have to remember that that's not a free strategy there. That's not a free position. We'll have to pay a premium to obtain that put. Just like any other form of insurance, yeah, we pay for insurance, but we don't actually want to use the insurance. And think about any type of insurance that you have. It's good you have it, but you probably don't want to use it if you don't have to. Have you ever woken up on any random day and said, hey, I, I can't wait to use my car insurance later today? No. That's the long puts role in this strategy here. We want to see the long stock position rise. If we buy stock at 50, we want it to rise to 100, 200, 1,000. The higher up it goes, the better. But the long put is there to allow us to exercise the option in case the market price were to fall. And that's really the theme of the way you want to think about a hedging strategy. The investor's focus is the long stock position. They will make money if the market price rises and they will lose money if the market price falls. But the long put there is to protect them from losing more money than they would have if they didn't have the put. In our example here, the long put will be exercised if the market price falls below the strike price. And if we know call up, put down, that should probably reinforce that idea, right? Put down, market price falls below the strike price on a put, the put has intrinsic value, it's going to be exercised. So let's put all those ideas together at once now. With this type of hedging strategy, if the market price rises, goes up, we make money on the stock position, the put will expire worthless because it'll be out of the money if the market price is anywhere above the strike price. In our example, if it's above 50, and we're happy with that. That's like getting car insurance on your car and never getting in an accident. Did we pay for car insurance? Yes. Did we use it? No. Are we bummed about not using it? No, no, it was insurance. But if the market price falls below 50, let's say if it goes all the way down to zero, hey, our insurance is there to protect us and to prevent us from losing more money than we would have otherwise. And technically, anytime the market price is below 50, it gives us the incentive to utilize the option, to exercise the option, and we will. The other hedging strategy is short stock paired with a long call option. And again, we will focus primarily on the stock position here. Short stock means that we have borrowed stock from our broker dealer, sold it immediately, and we're hoping that the market price of that stock falls so that we can then buy that stock back later. Let's say that we short 100 shares of stock at 80. We hope that the market price falls all the way down. Technically, you know, the further it falls, the better. Falls to 40, 30, 20, 10, zero. Zero would be our best case scenario. Borrow stock at 80, 
sell it at 80, goes all the way down to zero, buy that stock back that's worthless, and then give those shares back to our broker dealer. That's how a short stock position works. We're, we're hoping to buy back that stock at the lowest possible price and zero is the lowest possible price. The only problem with a short stock position is it gets bad if the market price rises. So we short stock at 80. What happens if the market price goes to 100, 120, 140, 200, 300, 400? The higher the market price goes, the more expensive it is for the investor to buy back that stock to give those shares back to their broker dealer. And that's how a short stock position works. That's why short stock positions, if they're unprotected, subject the investor to unlimited risk potential. Now, the long call, that's our protection. Long calls give the right to buy stock at the fixed stripe price, at least until that option expires. So if we sell short stock at 80, and we also buy an 80 call, that means we have protection at 80. Of course, that long call is gonna cost some money. The premium that we'll have to pay will hurt a little bit. But if the market price were to rise substantially, let's say it goes up to 150, 200, 300, be much better to exercise our call, buy back that stock at 80, even with the cost of the premium, instead of not buying the option, watching the market price rise significantly and having to buy back at that much higher price later. Again, let's put the big picture together on the short stock long call position. This is a bearish strategy. Short stock long call together, we want the market price to fall all the way down, hopefully to zero. And if that's the case, hey, then we make a bunch of money in our stock position. We're able to buy back at a much lower price. Of course, we spent money on the premium of the long call. That's going to cost us something. But we're okay with the long call expiring and going out of the money. Call up, put down. Call up. That call is only going to get exercised if the market price rises. So again, if the market price falls anywhere below 80 in our example here, then we're just going to let that call expire. We didn't use our insurance. But if the market price were to rise anywhere above 80, we're going to exercise that call, buy back our stock at 80, and hopefully lose less money with our insurance than we would have otherwise. Do you see the theme? How it really relates to insurance? Yeah. Think of the premium just like the premiums you pay on your car insurance. No one wants to use their car insurance. And if you've had to use car insurance, you understand that unless you have really good insurance, you're probably paying high premiums on if you utilize your insurance, you're probably gonna lose some money anyways. That's gonna be the problem with both of these strategies. Will the long put protect the long stock from losing any money at all? No. Will the long call protect the short stock position from losing any money? No. In both cases, if the long put is exercised with the long stock or the long call is exercised with the short stock position, if we utilize our insurance, the investor is gonna be losing some amount of money. But if the market has moved significantly against the stock position, most likely the losses that we would have incurred without the option, they may have been much bigger. And that's the way to look at these strategies from a big picture perspective. These strategies help investors protect themselves from significant losses that they would have incurred without the option that they had. And the options, their main role there is to protect the stock position. And if you're asked ever, what's the market sentiment of this hedging strategy? Just follow the stock position. If we're long stock, long put, long stock is bullish. That is a bullish strategy. If we're short stock, long call, short stock is a bearish strategy. We want the market price to fall. We're bearish there. 
we're not making money with the options. We hope we don't exercise the options. They're just purely there for insurance. And we'll use that insurance if we need it.